Mechanical Swingers. I'm not Mallory. And I'm not Nick, but I'm Ray. And I'm Pete from the Recording Chronicles Podcast. And if you're not interested in getting your part box tongue punch, or if you're not 18 years or older, you probably should get back to your Snapchat or Fortnite. Hey everybody, welcome back to Casual Swinger. This is, uh, who am I today? I'm Mickey. And I'm Mallory. I love how you sing that. <laughs> you say it with a smile. Right? You do a lot of things with a smile. <laughs> you come with a smile. You yes. sleep with a smile. Hand jobs with a smile. I like when you give hand jobs <laughs> with a smile. They're my favorite. Yay. Hey everybody, all these American listeners are all fat and happy from a Thanksgiving holiday, which we were late. We're a little late getting back to everybody. So. We- we are, we are. We had some family stuff uh, come up that kept us really busy and, and frankly, a little sad. Um, yeah, we had a loss in the family, guys. Yeah. So we had to take a week. I know we're a little late, but you guys are going to get episodes in back-to-back weeks. So whoop, it's kind whoop. of our little holiday gift to you guys before we get into the spirit of Christmas. Yeah, I love um, it. So uh, good to be back. But we do have something new for you because where were we last time, you know, between the last time? We were at <gasps> Yeah, yeah, we uh, were on the Rascals November trip for 2019, and I'm telling you what, that trip was fucking epic. Oh, it was holy crap, crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, because we had a lot of holdovers from the Dirty Perv Week that stuck around, and then we had our group, which is one of the largest groups we've ever taken down there. Correct. We took what almost 200 people down there. Yeah, it was insane. It, but it was even with that many people, like the energy oh, was yeah. off the charts, and everyone was kind and inclusive. Everywhere I looked, people were laughing and smiling and having sexy time. Like, it was just absolutely perfect. You know what else was perfect was our timing when we got down there because we actually ran into Harry Lang. Yes, yes. And we have some big news for our listeners at the end of this episode, don't we? Yeah, we do. So we got actually to sit down with Harry for almost 30 minutes to talk about what's coming for Hedonism Resorts, what they've done, the upgrades they've made. And he made lots of time for us. Yeah, he did. He he was absolutely amazing, so generous, and he gave us a little tidbit about where the resort and the, the brand is going to go. Awesome. So we're going to get into all of that here in a few minutes, but before we get into that, this is the intro section. That's one way of saying this is the crappy ad section Stop of Casual Swinger. Stop saying that. I don't think it's crappy. I think there's people out there that enjoy knowing where and when will be places in case they want to come join the party, and some people who don't. Right? I call it housekeeping. It's housekeeping. This is the good housekeeping section. So you might have noticed that the intro today was from our friends at the Euphoria Chronicles, Ray and D. Love those guys. So that's and kind their of fart boxes. Yeah, and their fart boxes. <laughs> the fuck? I don't understand that joke at all. <laughs> so funny. Two drunk assholes came up with that at Nin, right? <laughs> yes, I guess so. Right? So the Euphoria Chronicles are another lifestyle podcast. We love those guys. They're an absolute hoot, Ray and D. Uh, fun as hell to hang out with. Uh, we got a chance to really you know, get to know them better at Nin. And I think everybody that really knows yeah. them, loves them. Just Keep Swinging actually did an episode. Their most current episode yeah. is called The Euphoria Effect. I just downloaded it to listen to it tomorrow. So, so I'm very excited. So what I love about these guys is they do a lot for charity. Like right now they were doing a Christmas drive. And they have their own cold for, or not cold, code for uh, casualtoys.com and any of the, you know, affiliate money they put right into the charity cause. That's exactly so right. So with Christmas around the corner, you might have someone naughty you want to buy something special, you mm-hmm. know? So if you go there, what is their code again? Their code is euphoria. It's E-U-P-H-O-R-I-A. If you can't spell euphoria. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> you need pom-poms when you do that. I love but, it. But, um, you know, the cool part is, uh, I think last I saw D, so what a lot of people don't know is that Mallory and I actually uh, run a charity for fun in our spare time at Christmas, and we build bikes for needy kids. That's correct. And so if you buy from Casual Toys and use Euphoria's code, they will donate their their percentage, which we give them a little percentage for that, uh, back to the bike charity. So oh, you can them. actually help put a kid on a needy bike for Christmas by buying sex toys and using Euphoria Chronicles code, That's which is twisted Euphoria. or weird at all. That's right. <laughs> but hey, since it's the crappy ad section, it's www.casualtoys.com where, you know, your pleasure is priceless. So yeah. by all means, check it out and use Euphoria as a code. Save 20% and give money to needy kids on a bike while you get off. Yeah. Yeah, that's, again, totally appropriate. Also, <laughs> speaking of toys, we have an affiliation with uh, the high massager folks, don't we? We do. We do. And so. I, I think I sold a couple of those when we were down there just talking about my experiences with mine. Well, like it's an amazing tool. Yeah. You, you Your experience, I mean, when you talk about it, people say, hey, what do you think of the high massager? And I'm like, oh, uh, ask Mallory. And then you talk about how you fell off the bed. Twice. Or whatever, twice. Yeah. Twice. So I, I personally don't know how to use the damn thing, but Mallory's a pro. Yes. I love that damn thing. So if you guys uh, are interested, it's available, uh, what is it called? Uh, women and Couples. Yes, right? womenandcouples.com. And the code is Casual Swinger, and it will save you 50 bucks. So it makes it $199 of pure orgasmic bliss. And yes, you will have an orgasm with Squidward's nose on your lady parts. Yeah, yeah, it, it's amazing. that I, I think the percussive along with the vibration... And the placement is, it, it literally is mind-blowing. Yeah. Well, and I get laid after you use it because you're a wet, sloppy mess. And you're like, come do me. Yeah, but I actually have to come too. <laughs> like I you go, my, I leave my body <laughs> for a short amount of time afterwards. And I have to like wait till I come back. Wow, this episode's all about leaving your body because we're going to talk about that a little bit later too when we get into talking about our experience down in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. However, let's talk about Double Date Nation. Oh yeah, that's right. That's around the corner. Right, because those, well, those guys are coming oh. down with us uh, for our event at Secrets that we're co-hosting with Kate from Swinging Down Under. And they have a hot new platform. If you haven't played with Double Date Nation, it is another dating platform out there for lifestylers. It's easy as hell to use. I'm a tech guy. So the reason I like talking about DDN is, first of all, they're hot. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. Dave and Andy are smoking. They're, all, they're also very bright, very sweet, but they have created a platform. I'm not, I understand technology, but I wouldn't say I'm tech savvy. So if I'm able to use it, go go into there and set up a profile and search and yeah, communicate with those people, it's really, really easy and pretty. Yeah, and so you get some free time to try it out. If you use code CASUAL, you can go in and check that out. It uh, gets you some free time on their website. Highly recommend it. Uh, we do actually have a community there on Double Date Nation as well. So feel free to join. And, you know, as we launch in 2020, our meet and greet schedule, you'll be the first to find out about it on Double Date Nation. Sweet. Oh. So let's talk about that event in January. Um, I think everyone's getting there between the 2nd and the party's through the 5th. Well, so let's talk about what it is first. Yeah. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> Jumping the gun. We're going to Secrets Hideaway on right after New Year's. You know, New Year's is a crazy time. And a lot of folks want to spend New Year's with family. They don't, I mean, it is the second largest swinger event on the calendar all year long. It is. But mm -hmm. it's also 
unbelievably busy. It's crowded. It's, you know, tough to get a drink. It's, there's a lot of things about New Year's and maybe New Year's needs to be spent with vanillas. Maybe you want to spend it with your kids. So what we did is we partnered with Swinging Down Under and uh, Secrets Hideaway, and we're going to have an event that weekend after January 1st. So it's January 4th. Is that Saturday, I believe? I believe so. Yeah. So, and we're getting down there with Swinging Down Under, and a lot of our friends are joining us. This is crazy. Like, Our Naughty Escapades is coming. Yay. Euphoria Chronicles is coming. Sapphic Swingers are coming up from Miami. And then our our local folks, Mixed Nuts, they're going to be there too. Love those guys. That's Corey and Brenda. So, they're going to be coming in. Uh, Can't wait to see everybody. So, you have what amounts to one, two, three, four, six podcasts in one place. Uh, that's so if you like any of those shows, you want to hang out with us, make jokes, fall down, get, you know, get drunk, have sex, whatever. Um, you know, I might be willing. Yeah. We're going to party <laughs> like gonna it's party. 2020. Right. I'm yeah, like it's 2020. It's going to be fun. I think we're really looking forward to it. I know we're going to play some poolside games. We're going to do that casual swinger style, me and Mallory. And I know we're looking to get one of the big fancy rooms so we can do kind of a meet and greet up in the room and invite everybody up to meet all the the Mm -hmm. different podcasters that are going to be there. So that is, again, January 4th at Secrets Hideaway. So book your room now. Book for Friday and Saturday. We're going to be there all weekend long, hanging out with listeners, making friends, telling stories. And you know what? You do the right things or the wrong things, you might just make your way onto an episode of Casual Swinger. Mm-hmm. Love it. Hey, speaking of Swinging Down Under, you know, they uh, they just put out their code for uh, Desire. They actually have a affiliate code for Desire. Yeah, I saw that, which is totally awesome. I know they um, love that resort. And they hooked on a $50 gift certificate for Casual Toys for booking through that link, right? They did, which I was really excited about. So I thought we'd talk about their link, and we're going to put that in the show notes. So if you're thinking about going to Desire, by all means, book with our friends Kate and Daryl. Doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be there when you go, but, you know, you got to support your favorite podcasters, however they choose to to do their thing. And for us, we sell sex toys. A lot of people sell trips, and uh, Kate and Daryl are one of those folks. They're selling trips to Desire. So by all means, book with those kind, good folks. And we'll give you a $50 gift card to Casual Toys if you book with them. Woohoo! Lots of good cool. stuff. Holy crap. So what else do we have? We got oh, a tropical man. escape in February. That's right. Back. Like literally we just got home and we're already planning for uh, February's event. Um, just a side note here. The Rascals do have a couple rooms still available. Yes. So if anyone's interested in booking, want to escape the cold, come down, hang out with us, let us know. Go to the travel with us page or shoot us an email at podcast at casualswinger.com. We'll get you hooked up with a quote. Exactly. That's really, really simple. So if you want to come hang out with us in February, we still have a couple of rooms, just like Mallory just said. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we've got this thing coming up in June. Oh, now, this know. is so new, so hot. It's called Summer Swing. It's, yes. We're partnering with iOS Connections in Dirty Perv Week. So this is a lifestyle-only trip that's going to be so much fun with extras and parties and... Mm-hmm. Us. Yeah. Duh. So we're going to be down there partying with those crazy fools. I'm going to be MC in the parties. You're going to have Taylor time DJ in the parties. We are going to have a blast. Now, here's why we're doing this. We're doing this June 20 through 27th. So 20th through 27th. And we're doing it in June because there are so many trips that you can pick from in the winter, Correct. in the spring, in the fall, where your kids are in school. But you know what? Some people can't travel while their kids are in school. Right. And it let's be honest, in the higher traffic months, it's a little more expensive to go, you know, between that November, December to March time frame. Mm-hmm. You know, June is where, you know, they start to see a little cost savings there. It's pre- pretty much the cheapest time of year, June to August. Yeah. 
And Agreed. it gives us an opportunity, right, to spend some time with people. And it's going to be a little slower at the resort. It's not as crazy because if you come with us in November, we don't get to spend any time with you. Yeah. You know? and, and it's not a lifestyle-only trip either. The Rascals are awesome. They're lifestyle-friendly, but it's not a lifestyle trip. So we're not going to have speed dating. We're not going to have events in the playroom. Um, yeah, and I'm desperate to play vibrator rodeo and blowjob karaoke. Hell yeah. So, so we're going to be able to do those sex forward games. We're going to be able to do takeovers of the playroom. We're going to be able to do sexy stuff at Summer Swing. Yes. And that's June 20th through 27th at Hedonism. So in the show notes, you'll find a link. In that link, you can book and come hang out with your friends at Casual Swinger. Now, one last event to tell you about and we can move on to the other good stuff holy <laughs> I, shit i love that we have so much on our calendar and it just it gives me so much to look forward to especially at a time like this where we've experienced the lost i'm really excited to be participating in uh podcast palooza may in miami oh, that's gonna be so it's hot. it's what second annual because the first one they did last year in new york, in new yes. york um Kate is spearheading um, the creator of this. So excited to be able to work with those guys as much as possible because let's be frank, Kate and yeah, Daryl are just amazing. They are. And Daryl's hilarious. And Kate, you know, she's a type A of to the nth degree. She has every detail with a fine point on it. You know, she and I have talked a lot about some of the things that are going on down there. And mm-hmm. I am just flabbergasted at every detail that girl has covered. Yeah. Girl's got skills. She's hot. She's funny. She's smart. Yeah. She's on point. So if you are thinking about Podcast Palooza, this is a weekend you don't want to miss. We're talking about 200 rooms. Or I think it's 200 people. It's 100 and some odd rooms. But yeah, I believe so. 200 Ooh, people, topless pool parties. Yes. We're talking about all kinds of events, circus performers, flame eaters. Yeah. I mean, I, if she doesn't have a fucking elephant walking through yeah. that ballroom, I'll be stunned. <laughs> yeah, and it's topless optional, so please come look at my boobs. And you can't miss like Mickey's poolside dance moves. Like oh, yeah. those Watch are pretty groove. epic. Watch me do this. So that is coming up and we're going to have again, links in the show notes. So come check out podcast Palooza in May. That's going to be us. And let's see swinger diaries. And we got a thing. Oh my gosh. So many Sapphic people and average swingers. Yeah. And they're gonna, marriage. Yeah. And they're going to have these breakout sessions right in the morning parties during the day, right. yeah, a bunch of stuff going on. I think this is going to be one of those events that anyone who's there is going to talk about for a very long time because you have all these content creators in the same space and we've been working on our outline and content material which I'm very excited to present yeah I kind of am too I think it's really I think it's going to be a lot of fun for the crowd but I also think that what we're putting together is going to help people a lot and it's something we can never talk about on the show ever 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 so we're going to talk about stuff you'll never ever hear if you listen to our show and I think that's a real big advantage for you guys you can hear us be a little more frank Mm-hmm. A little more honest than mm-hmm. we would be out Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Uh, I think it's going to be pretty engaging, entertaining, and a little scary. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, it actually will be a little scary, but I'm I'm totally on board to do this. I think you know if it helps one person or you know inspires some thought provoking questions or dialogue between you know maybe another couple, that's totally worth it to me. I will lay my vulnerable ass out there on the table. Your ass is always vulnerable <laughs> when you're face down. Okay. You're like, put it in, big daddy. Yeah. No, like, I don't okay. think I've ever said that ever. No. No. Never fuck my ass, daddy. None of that. No. Okay. Can we? No. Can we try it? No. 
please. Uh, can I call you something else other than daddy? Because <laughs> this is weird. It's so weird. <laughs> All right, guys, that is pretty much it for the crappy ad section of Casual Swinger. Thanks for sticking with us through it. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about Bangover and other tales from the sexy place. <laughs> oh my God, the sexy place is hedonism too in Negril, Jamaica, where we just got back from. So, Mallory, you want to tell everybody how they can find us if they are still with us after all those fucking ads. Are you done now? I am. Okay. Just so, we're casual swinger everywhere. Uh, that is SDCSLS, Double Date Nation, Cassidy, Quiver, um, as well as Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Don't forget us there. You got questions, hit us up at podcast at casual swinger. And you can also look us up at casualswinger.com. That'll do it, folks. We'll be right back after this with Tales from Edenism. You've been listening to Casual Swinger. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Casual Swinger. You've got Mallory. And this is Leroy. <laughs> What's up, Leroy? I just want to be somebody different today. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. That's right. At least I got chicken. <laughs> I hope some of our nerdy folks, our geeky folks out there get that joke. Somebody's going to get it and go, I'm <laughs> never it. fucking him ever. <laughs> it's never so going to happen. So let's talk about our November trip. Um, you know, we're what, three three weeks from getting back. And there was so much. I was looking back at my notes and the, the bang over had me snorting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, you know, first of all, let's just start with best November trip we've ever had. It's always Correct. our biggest, most crazy rascal trip. Uh, I am the MC for the group. And, and I have been for a long time. But the thing that really stood out to me is one of the things I get to do is I get to address the crowd uh, during our cocktail party. Mm-hmm. And I get to remind all those folks how they became rascals in the first place. You know, we became rascals because we met Jim and Rachel and they invited us to join them and their inclusive group and how friendly everybody was. Mm-hmm. And I looked around and realized that's how every rascal became a rascal. Right. Is somebody they met that they connected with, invited them to come be a part of this thing. So what I was able to do is get up there on those stairs at Hito and tell everybody, hey, remember how you got here. Don't stand in closed circles. Open those circles up and invite people to be a part of it, whether they're a a part of our group or they booked with us or not. They're welcome to play our games. They're welcome to hang out. Remember how you became what you are. And everybody did it all week long. It was so fucking amazing. How wonderful was that? It, it's, it, I don't want to say I, I was proud, but I felt very fortunate to be connected with everyone on that trip, just watching it from afar and taking a moment to look at the scenery and see everyone, you know, inviting folks in, introducing them to other people inside the group, having sexy time with them, playing our games, you know, uh, coming to dinner. Yeah. Right. Well, I see. I, I was thinking of it in a totally different way. I was. I felt godlike, and I'm like, "What else can I get him to do with a microphone?" <laughs> Everyone, you got him to do a lot. <laughs> everybody, blow me now. <laughs> Which actually, lips that usually on dicks, happens. folks. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was super fun. We did have an absolute blast. We played some of our just crazy games that, and I tell you, we're, we're going to get into the games here in a few minutes. But a couple of these games went off so big 
uh, you know, me as an MC, my, my job as an MC is, is to control the tone of a party and bring it to a fury, right? That's yeah. the idea. And it got so furious that I lost control of the pool. But like, it, in the most gone. amazing way. Yeah. yeah, and we'll get into that here in a second. So can we get back to Bangover? Because I'm so fucking <laughs> proud. Bangover. Hashtag I'm Bangover. so proud of it. It's important. Hashtag Bangover. <laughs> oh, our friends that we met down there, and I can't wait to see these sexy fuckers again, DNA. And it, we were talking about it at breakfast because I was severely hungover and we had some fierce sex the night before. <laughs> we did. I knocked the bottom out of it. <laughs> it was, it, was, it awesome. was good. And yeah, they're like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I just have a bangover. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, a bangover means she's hungover and her pussy hurts. Yeah. So. I'm never that smart. I was so proud. <laughs> that is definitely going in the swing scenario, which if you haven't found the swing scenario yet, it is a dictionary of lifestyle terms that you can find at www.casualswinger.com. And that's where the swing scenario is located in Bangover. That means you're fucked up and your pussy hurts. Yes. So we did leave Mallory with a bangover. We also learned something because we were trying to figure out what constitutes a gangbang. What I was trying to... Uh, go back into my brain and pull this memory. And I don't know what the bookend was, the bookends were for this. How did we get started on that conversation? And how did it end? And what was the importance of defining a gangbang? Do well, you remember? I, I know that we started talking about, like, if you just add a third, that's that's a threesome or three-way. Oh, yeah, and, okay. And then they're like, okay, so what's four? And we're like, pretty much a clusterfuck. <laughs> Four's you know? a clusterfuck. Four's a clusterfuck. And they said, what's five? And I went, a gangbang. <laughs> that's pretty much where it came from. Okay, because I thought we were trying to quantify gangbang, like, backwards. And I'm like, I just, I couldn't remember. But I, it was hilarious. Oh, it. I mean, it, it came out to be just the weirdest thing, but we decided that four is a clusterfuck, five is a gangbang, and that's the important part. Now, what's six? Isn't anything over five a gangbang? Well, exactly, right? What's I six or know. seven or, or eight? What defines an orgy? Um, well, I guess if, if you've got like five or six dudes, that's just a really sore pussy and definitely a gangbang. Is it also a bukkake? It depends on if they all finish at the same time on your face and you're on your knees in the middle. Oh, my brain hurts. <laughs> I thought that was your Botox. No, it's not my. I don't have Botox. <laughs> I should though, right? You're gonna have lines if you keep making that face. Hey, that's all right. But you know, we we spend a lot of time down there at the resort, and we meet some crazy cool people. Right? Oh, that's the best part. It really is. Like creepy Steve. <laughs> creepy Steve came out. He was all over the place. He started <laughs> out so as Scuba pissed. Steve. He was so. Pissed. I think, I can't believe they still want to be friends with us. He said, don't mind the closet doors rattling. That'll be me just standing in there touching myself. Rattle, rattle, rattle. <laughs> really, dude? But, What's up, creepy Steve? Right? And Harry Pelicante. Oh, I love Harry Pelicante. We, ha we have to say hi to him every time we go down there. Yeah, and he, I love when he, like, dive bombs the water and scares the shit out of people, like, trying to get the fish. It was so funny because there was that one girl who wouldn't go in the water yeah. at all. This, like, this girl, she's like, no, I can't go in there. The pelicans scare me. I'm like, that's Harry Pelicante. Don't mind him. And as soon as we gave him a name, she wasn't scared of him anymore. I know. It was so cute. It was she's pretty like, hilarious. like, going in. Like, me and Harry Pelicante. I'm like, good for you. Just say hi. He'll leave you alone. You know, but when we were talking a little bit earlier about just the inclusivity of everything and mm -hmm. all the folks and, and just how warm and welcoming everybody was, there were two guys that didn't book with us at all, but ended yes. up really kind of absorbing into the group one of which was a fella named Don and another fella named Phil. Yes. Now, Phil, I had met. 
and mm-hmm. he had showed up with another group that was very lately attended, and he was single. His wife had died, mm-hmm. and uh, he was just looking to have some fun. Yeah. And he got there and realized he didn't know anybody. Yep. And I said, you know what, Phil? Hang with us. Yep. We'll we'll make sure we that you are in the shenanigans. Yes. Yeah. And he I, he's a very sweet man. You know, the, coming to that resort had been on his list for quite some time. And he gave us, and I'm going to try to, like, repeat the advice or the sentiment he gave us the second to last day we were there. Because we did spend a lot of time with Phil. We made, you know, again, we made sure he was included in everything. He was very kind, very thoughtful, mm-hmm. um, very respectful of everybody. And he seemed to enjoy it. Before, looked, before you tell everybody this, yeah. though, I want everybody to know what they're about to get. So when Mallory and I meet people, we give immensely of ourselves. And sometimes we get lucky and we get something back that we get to keep forever. And that was one of these things. So by all means, Mallory, tell everybody. Oh, no, you can do it. No, no, I'm not telling the story. You are so much better at it than I am. I just want people to know that this was so important to me that we got something so wonderful back from Phil. It is. This was, I don't don't know if it was um, life changing, but it was definitely life marking, right? Like I'll I'll remember that moment for the rest of my days is, um, you know, his wife passed and he spent years um, going through that with her and he held her hand every day, right? And he said, it's, it's really important to take advantage of those moments, right? You know, to always say, you know, I love you as many times as possible. And he could tell how in love you and I were and how connected we were. And to just to remember to continue that and take advantage of those moments because you never, you never know how much you're promised. Yeah. That was, that was huge. And you could tell how important it was to Phil to tell us that. Yeah. And, and to share it with us. And I just thought that was so incredibly kind of him. And he was such a great dude. Uh, he just wanted to have a good time and for him to give that back to us and remind us of something that's so important. And we thought we'd share it with all of you, our listeners out there, that it is super important that you have people you're connected with and to maintain those connections and work for them. And they are work, you know, it's not the easiest thing in the world. Absolutely. And, you know, without, you know, meeting Phil and including him and, and being present and engaging in conversations with him, I don't know if he'll ever realize what he gave back to us. No, he won't. Yeah. How about Don? Don Don was amazing. He spent his birthday with us and didn't tell us. Never, never knew it was his birthday. Yep. He was hanging out at the same bar. We were waiting for our table at the restaurant and he asked to join. And of course we said yes. And we ended up um, having a a long conversation. He's one of the original like hippies in the 70s. Like Like went to Berkeley, the whole shit. Yes. But time at Berkeley, like hitchhiked across the country dead concerts like you name it he had some cool fucking stories he really did and, and it, it was he, a uh, lot of fun he, he spent this whole dinner we we had dinner with him at flame which is the steakhouse on the beach and he never mentioned it was his birthday never not i think once. it was two days later and we yes. realized that yeah he was alone on his birthday until he met us yeah and so what what i think about hito for us is that we get the most amazing spiritual opportunities and and personal growth opportunities. Yeah. And we have no idea they're happening. Yeah. This guy crossed our path. We embraced him and he needed it. Yeah. Like he needed somebody and we were in the right place at the right time. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that we got to do that. Yeah. I'm so glad you said spiritual because I mean we have an opportunity to have lots of fun and sexy times when we're out, you know, traveling to Hito or Secrets or or wherever we're at, right? I think this trip hit the more spiritual side of things for me this time. It was really remarkable when I go back and, and, you know, check off these memories and, and these little tidbit conversations and, 
and how this all transpired, sure, it, it definitely rubbed me there more than it has in the past. Sure. Which is always a very spiritual place for me anyways. Well, and I always kind of cling. My fa- one of my favorite... Uh, you know, marketing taglines that the resort used over the last, you know, 30 years is the mind, the body, the spirit, the soul. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this particular trip, spirit was very strong. Yes. It was a very, very important, like right down to just walking amongst, you know, the gardens there. And it was just awesome. And you could just feel the energy of that place. And that energy is poured in it by the people. And we talk about, you know, the people like Creepy Steve and Pastors Mitch and Cindy, who you're going to hear from in our next episode. Yep, yep. They're, by the way, pastors. Yes. Who we met on the beach Correct. at Hedonism. That was definitely one of the most impactful conversations I've ever had with other humans as well. Um, I love their perspective. And, you know, we won't get into too much detail because I don't mm-hmm. want to give them any spoilers, but it, it was a enriching conversation. I, I left that feeling like a better person. Well, we certainly were in the company of better people. They're amazing else. people. Like, I, I adore them. Yeah. Well, so we got to spend time with them, and you're going to hear from them next episode of Casual Swinger, but people like Don and Phil and Harry Pelicante, you know, uh, we got to see Mark and Carly and Jason and Heather. Yeah, our uh, friendly TA friends. Yeah, so it just... Love those guys. just can't say enough about the people at Hedo. So if you're listening to this right now and going, why are they going on and on and on about these people I've never met? Because that is the heart and soul of Hito. When you go down there, you will make friends that will last a lifetime and they will feel so impactful and so important and so meaningful, whether you're there with us or not. Make sure you go down with an open mind and open heart and open ears. Listen to the conversations around you, engage with the people around you and enjoy that connection because it's like nothing you'll have anywhere else on the planet. I guarantee it. Amen. So let's talk about our games a little bit because the games were nuts. Dude, the games were off the chain. This year, we came up uh, with a few new ones, uh, added an old favorite, right, that ended up just taking the fuck off. Yeah. So do you want to start with Melancholy and FaceTime? Sure, why not? Because those were a lot of fun for me. <laughs> they were. So so we do, uh, in this particular week, we did parties on Tuesday and Friday. And the Tuesday parties for us, we usually mean for those to be a primer. Yes, it's right? a warm-up. This yeah. is like a warm-up. So we really don't expect those games to go absolutely nuck and futz. But they but, did. Oh, Holy shit. <laughs> they did. Did they go nuts? So we added some new games this time. And this these games were on we did melancholy on Tuesday. Tuesday? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was the food day. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> uh it was one of those things, you know, where we weren't sure where it was going to go, but it was melancholy and FaceTime. So the way these games worked is we took watermelons and we cut them in half and we put them between our rascalettes legs. And we had the guys get down on their knees and show the ladies in the pool what kind of skills they had eaten out. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole goal is it was it was twofold, right? You know, showmanship always counts. Oh, yeah. And also, you know, like, how much of the watermelon can you get through or how what technique do you want to show? And then at the end, the watermelons were judged. So a couple of things here. We have a couple cannibals. Yes. One in particular that... I mean, your guy was a cannibal. Uh, no, no, no. it that was the guy next okay. to us that that like actually like bit into the rind and was tearing, tearing off, off and bits of and like, like spitting it over his labia, shoulder. You asshole! What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't you don't chew the labia. You don't chew the labia. No teeth. No teeth. No teeth. <laughs> but <laughs> we did great. tell them before the event that the seeds were like pubic hairs in the seventies. Just <laughs> spit them out. 
gross. <laughs> anyway, so my guy, I mean, he was going to town. I was so proud. My chair is rocking back and forth because I'm trying to hold this this watermelon steady between my legs so that he has like some resistance to get really good in there. And I'm looking around. I'm like, all right, dude, showmanship counts. And I, and I know he can hear me. I was like, spit it on me. And like he stops for a second and keeps hearing. I was like, no, seriously, spit it on me. And the next thing I know, I am just fucking covered in watermelon guts. Like he looks up and he goes, like all over my belly. All right, I don't feel special the next time that we're in bed and you go spit on me. <laughs> I've never said that to anyone ever because I actually hate spitting, but I was trying to be helpful because everyone else was like rooting their guys on and I was like, okay, we can do this. We can do this. And you came up with spit on I me? Just, that's what it, and he fucking did and it was hilarious. What was can, great though. You can do something sexier than Dewey. <laughs> We were walking to dinner later that night. I was like, my belly button inches. And I pulled out a watermelon seed. Fuck, it's disgusting. <laughs> you need to shower more thoroughly. so worth it. So worth it. But my guy won. He won. He did. He Your did. guy won the whole damn thing. And those games, so that was called FaceTime. And then we played a game called Melon Cocky. And the way Melon Cocky worked is we took a brand new half a watermelon and we got ladies up there and we bought a lot of strap-ons before this trip. We had like 14 strap-ons. Yeah, I'm sure that's what tipped off customs agents. When, oh my God, you know, with we all didn't those... tell people. We'll have to get to that in a minute. We yeah. totally forgot <laughs> to put that in our notes for this episode, but we did get raped by customs. We that did. was fun. No, it wasn't. It's no, all you're not allowed fault. to talk to customs agents I'm anymore. I'm never bringing strap-ons again. I'm, I'm, I'm blaming the strap-ons. Here's your snacks. Don't talk. Yeah. So we put all these ladies in strap-ons. And we have the half a watermelon again, so they have a partner or a helper. Um, some of them ended up, you know, in several teams, but only one strap on per watermelon. Right, and, and we had various sizes and colors of dicks, we too, did, because right? life's because not fair. It's real, right, it's real world, it's real right? World. Right, environment. And bitches are ruthless, they let are. me tell you. Like, I, there are several of those ladies I would not let come near me at all with a strap on, because they, I'd have an episiotomy. Right. Well, and you know, it's funny because my favorite comment that came out of the whole week actually came from you. Me? From you. When you looked up at me and went, oh, my uterus. <laughs> and I knew I had done some solid work. Oh, my God. That was the bangover. Yeah. That's where bangover came from. Oh, my uterus. I was trying to drill it back in and it, you're up have a big dick and I wasn't thinking and my uterus almost burst. Fucking awesome. But I'm sure that's not the case. But. Girls would have broken your uterus too, except for the one that didn't have balls and she had like a pencil like penis. She had the tiniest little I strap know. on I've ever seen. It was so cute. And then this one this was. one woman, which I want to say that was that was Jay from New York, had this giant dick. Yeah. It was huge. Like and she could have just clubbed a baby seal before she, she broke the watermelon. Wielded it like it was the like she had the power of Grey Skull. She did. It was awesome. It was impressive. And she was shaking like she'd had like watermelon debris and she'd shake it on people. Shaking <laughs> like the debris barn. off the head of her cock. It was gross. I am 100% confident that Hito will never let us play this game again. There was fucking watermelon everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, everywhere. And the guys were, were neater, which I'm still surprised. The women, like, they, they had it. fucking shit everywhere. The guys ate it. Like, they were down there chowing on watermelon. Yeah. The women were just fucking the snot out of it and making baby food out of it. It was awesome. So we did have a pretty big winner from that, which was pretty cool. And then, I mean, there's a game. And this is the one where we just, we lost the pool. This is, oh, my God. 
So this is the Friday pool party, and Fridays always ups the ante, right? Um, you have newcomers that are just getting in, some people come in a day earlier, whatever, for their trip. We still had people left over from the Dirty Pervs. The pool was on fire. Yeah, it was, well, and it, it didn't start out that way. It no. was really quiet because the folks that were on before us uh, had hired a DJ who, super nice guy, liked him. He was a super friendly guy, but it, they weren't. They weren't crazy. You know, they were just kind of playing well, music he, and playing some games and nothing crazy. Yeah, and I think that's what their group anticipated, too, mm -hmm. when you think about it. It's early in the afternoon. It's not prime party time, right? Yeah. So the, the energy was a little um, mellow when we got there. So it was a little, it was a little, we were all a little nervous. Well, I what think. excites me is when people see that it's our week and they know that we're there, they, they come for the party. They're yes. like, they're going to fuck shit up. We're yeah. gonna, we better be there. Yeah. And they were really glad that they made it this time. So once our pool party started, the pool started filling up. Yep. And we knew something was about to go down. Yeah. So we kicked it off with a game called Assholes, which is essentially very large nipple tassels that Rachel makes for butts. And we had so many participants. She had 17 pairs and we ran out of them. And we still had people waiting to play the game. So note to self, we may have to do two rounds next year. Um, but again, our winner from last year showed up and hammered it home again. Oh yeah. Just, he was great. <laughs> he was, yeah, amazing. It was a dude. And it so was the, a dude. You're supposed to put these nipple tassels on your ass and then twerk and make those tassels swim. spin like a, yeah. like a, like a bur burlesque dancers do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, and it was great. It wasn't and the only thing spinning. His ball sack was flying dude, all over Everything was everywhere. And I mean, they were just going to town. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's what really started to increase the energy level and the engagement of everyone in the pool was that game. And it's, it's silly. It's fun. It's short and people love it. And people wore those fucking assholes, like even to dinner that night, oh, yeah. whatever they toupee tape is made out of, won't come, off. <laughs> won't come off. It's genius. So toupee ladies tape is the bomb tip. If you're going to be sweaty, wet, whatever, and you need something to stay toupee tape over double-sided tape yeah. every time. It Learn that this not trip. come off ever. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, so we got done with assholes. We partied a little bit. I get in the pool. I play a game called Make Me Laugh where I kind of walk around and talk to folks with the mic and give away a bunch of free casual yep. shit. And I got back out and we started calling for guys and we yes. started lining up. So the way we do this particular game, we call it Guitar Hero. And we lined up all these guys. Um, and, you know, and one girl. Well, I'm getting to that. Oh, part. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and we lined up all these guys and we told them they're going to play air guitar. And they're like, great, I'll play air guitar. That's fine. So we get all these guys lined up, and then all the rascalettes come out with their attire. The rascalettes dress these guys in full-on rock star drag. Yeah, yeah. We had wigs. We had G-strings. We had skirts, bolero jackets. We had scarves. We had you fucking name it. We put it on these guys. That's right. And then I went and got one of these badass girls from the pool to put on a strap on and join the guys up there. That woman is a literal badass. It's she Kimmy. played every game. And I know she like Kimmy never lets us down. Never. Yeah, never. She's her enthusiasm first. is fucking rocking. Yeah. So I was so glad to see her up there to strap on. She was just glad we were there because she didn't book with us again. But yeah. she's like, oh, my God, you guys are here. I'm so excited. I'm going to play every game. And so she gets up there. And all the guys are like, what's this bullshit? This is a guy's game. I'm like, well, hers is bigger than yours. <laughs> so she had that giant dick that yeah, you know, the other girl had. And so here's the trick. We told everybody you're going to play air guitar. And then at the last second, we drop it on them. All right, whip out your cocks because you're actually going to play your cocks. Yeah. So we had 12 guys and a girl 
playing Aircock on the side of the pool, and it started off with Welcome to the Jungle. Yes. Uh, by Guns N' Roses. Yes. And these guys were just jamming it out. I mean, we're talking straight up Eddie Van Halen on the knees. Dude, yes. You could I'm, tell, like, I know you listen to that shit driving to high school. And the pool like, is yeah. so into it. They're getting so loud. They're screaming so loudly. You can't even hear yourself think for these guys. And so I count down the pool. I count it down. And then you know, I say, we're going to give, give these guys a big hand. And instead of giving them a big hand, the pool starts screaming one more song. Yeah. Which yeah. they've never done that yeah. before. No, the pool went insane. Like looking at people's faces and them cheering on the contestants was absolutely amazing. I mean, it, and the contestants put their heart and soul into it. Like you said, they were jumping on tables and on their knees and on their backs. And like uh, no cocks were injured, by the way. As far as which, we know. As far as we know. In this game, but I mean, they were playing it like it was... Like it was their job. It was their job. Like, America's Got Talent. But here's the thing that really blew me away about this whole thing. So, first of all, everybody's screaming one more song. I know. And I'm like, fuck it, let's give it to them. And the look on those 12 guys' faces were like, seriously? Yeah. I'm going to die. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they were just so... Whoopsie. Oh, my God, it was awesome. And at that point, my voice was done. I mean, I had been, you know, bellowing into a mic all week long. And these guys start yelling so fucking loud. Yeah. That afternoon, a couple walks up to me with day bands on. Yeah. And they said, hey, are you the MC?" I said, yeah. And they said, we are guests at Sandals and we heard your party from Sandals. How fucking and awesome And came down here and bought day passes to see what the hell's going on. That's awesome. Yeah. I was just like, it was, I'm so It was honored. so epic. So we get through the second song that was demanded by the crowd, which was totally cool to see, right? And we pick, what, three to five? Was it five? Three or five finalists. Uh, I think like five. Okay. Yeah. Three or five finalists do the final song so we could all vote on them and choose a winner. The last song was... Dueling Banjos. No, it was Enter Sandman. No, Enter Sandman was the one more song. That was the one more yeah. song? Okay, then we need to dial that back because one of the coolest uh, report backs I got or feedback I got was someone had went to the men's room. Mm-hmm. Well, this had, Enter the Sandman had come on and they're like, I'm sitting here or I'm standing here taking a piss and I hear the entire pool singing it and I'm thinking, I don't know that life can get much better than this. <laughs> First of all, they're naked taking a piss outside for the most part, listening <laughs> to a pool full of grown adults singing Enter Sandman at the top of their lungs while 12 guys play their dicks to air guitar. Yeah. Yeah. And that's our vacation, folks. Yeah. That's what we do for fun. The energy was as high as I've ever seen it. And by the way, Mallory and I emceed the Bliss Cruise coming in. That, that was a pool party when the Bliss Cruise last came year, in yeah. last year. There were an extra 500 people in that pool, and it wasn't as loud and didn't have as much energy as that pool did. Yeah, it, it was epic. I don't know how we're ever going to top that, but I'm so glad we got to experience it. I, I feel like it was a lightning strike. I, don't, I feel like that was there. just one of those things that we couldn't reproduce. It just happened. But the thing of it is, you know, a wise man told me once, you will never catch a fish sitting on the couch. Right. So you've got to get out there. You got to get on the lake. You got to get out and do it. So if you don't come out to events, you don't get out with people, you don't get social, you don't make friends. Yeah. If you can't win, if you don't play, right? That's right. Yeah. And so you got to get out there. And it's not, it doesn't just have to be at Hedo. You can do it anywhere. You can go and, and have those lightning strikes. The perfect couple might be somewhere this weekend. If you're not there, you won't meet them. 
Yeah. I don't know how we're doing on time over here, but I know there's two more things I want to make sure we get um, into this. One is uh, talk about the Karma Sutra Palace. Right? Uh, I think we have to talk about the cat cruise and we have to and talk about tantric massage. Okay, those are the two things that I want to let our listeners know about. So I'll let you pick uh, where we start there. Well, I, I think we start with the cat cruise, right? Yeah. I'd like to finish with tantric massage. Okay. It was amazing. But the cat cruise uh, was our biggest cat cruise ever. Yeah. Right. Um, we were the Impuritans Again, on yes, the Mayflower. The, the Impuritans on the Mayflower. I love it. Yep. And we had invited um, a bunch of people who, you know, either didn't uh, go with a group that had a cat cruise or wanted to migrate over to our boat. So we were at full capacity. Oh, it was amazing. That on a brand new boat. Couldn't too. have fit another person on it. No. No. But it was perfect, though. It wasn't too cramped that you couldn't move around. It no. was a brand new boat. The crew did an amazing job. And we were a little scared because it started to downpour on the other side of the island. Mm-hmm. So we weren't sure it was going to get off, but it did. They did an amazing job getting us around the storm and getting us over to Rick's. They did. And so our cruises go over to Rick's, but we actually don't go to Rick's because the best party in Negril is not at Rick's. No. Now, if you go to fucking Sandals or any of the other lame-ass resorts that are up the island, Rick's is where the party's at. Yeah. But if you go to Hedo, the party's at Hedo, I promise. Yeah. I think we saw at least like 20 sets of titties. At oh, Rick's, yeah. though. Well, that's because we were leading a chant show, show your, your tits. <laughs> show your tits. And, and, well, and then enjoy your book. And I don't know what all the other chants that we gave these guys were. But I will tell you this. Uh, that whole boat was just just laying it out there. Just screaming and partying and dancing. Yeah, um, my legs hurt. I danced so much on that boat. And so did all the other Rascalettes. Oh, man, we they were, had a hell of a sound system on that boat. They had a great sound system. So much so that... You know, Jim and Rachel let the DJ that was on board that we had no idea was going to be there. Yeah. Like, fucking rocket. He did an amazing job. He did. The he played requests. Yeah. The the Rascalettes and the staff there on the Rascals trip did an amazing job getting, like, the chocolate and tequila and keeping the party going. And then on the way back. Well, don't forget this guy wearing a squid on his head. Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> sure you're going to be Googleable. Very Googleable because I know my picture was taken about a thousand times. Every time I can find you because you're fucking hat, too. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, and, you know, it's funny. Last year, there was a bunch of shots of me taken on the boat wearing that giant cowboy hat. Yes. And this that's year, the one I found of you. Yeah. And yeah. The, this is the one. Uh, now I'm wearing a squid. Yeah. So if there's a naked guy wearing a squid on a boat that somebody took a picture of, that's me. And, uh, you know, the idea was to take the focus off of people because we did tell everybody hey if you don't want to be in photos get the hell to the other side of the boat yeah get to the back of the boat because yeah. people do take pictures from rick's and nothing you can do about it yeah. yeah but it was absolutely hilarious we had such a good time but the highlight of the cruise for me was we were on our way back and we were just just before we came in it was the sunset we played a great song everybody was just you know, super family energy you know thank yous and all that fun stuff that the mcs do when when you know you hand a mic to me but my favorite part was we timed it so perfectly. We played Bohemian Rhapsody on the way back in. Oh, and 160 people singing yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody together. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah, and it crew, ended right as we docked. It did. And the crew thought we had lost our minds, but they, I think they enjoyed us as well. Yeah. Our, our group was a lot of fun there. I think my favorite part of the cat cruise was when um, we were doing the name The, the Rascals Position. And I had already started handing out vibrators and people were already going to work on that. And the creativity that happened in the nets in the front, like people were like really thinking through some of these expositions and it was hilarious. Oh my God. I totally forgot we played that game. It was name that pose. Uh, name that rascal position, yeah, something so like we, that. We were trying yeah. to decide what sex position we would call the rascal. God, these guys came up with some inventive shit. Right. And I'm like, I don't know that I know that many people. There's right. like 12 folks in there. And then when, uh, 
oh my gosh, what was the girl's name? Angela and Ray got it on. They just started getting it on right there in the net. That was awesome. Like, that's the rascal. Yeah, no, I'm that's, kidding. <laughs> that's the rascal. Mickey has voted. That's the rascal. They're hot and they're fucking each other stupid. And I'm just going to stand here and watch. Oh. So let's talk about the new experience, because I am writing an article about this for ASN Magazine right now. Which I'm very excited. I think it's going to be uh, very insightful, very helpful. This is this is actually something that was life-changing for me. Yeah, it was a brand new experience, right? Yes. So they opened a center in the old squash courts. So if you've been to Hito, uh, back behind the tennis courts, there was a building that never got used for squat, uh, really. And it wasn't used for squash either. It was a competition squash court that was put up. And you're going to hear more about this in a few minutes from Harry Lang. So a little surprise for you guys. If you've hung in with us this long, you have a surprise coming, which is an interview that we did with the CEO and owner of Hedonism Resorts, Harry Lang. Yeah, love it. He, we asked him some questions about the recent updates, what to look forward to, and what is uh, coming down the pipeline for the brand. That's right. So. And uh, so if we get to that part uh, here in a minute, which you'll hear, uh, but he talked about the squash courts and we talked about what they became, which is something they call the Kama Sutra Palace. And the Kama Sutra Palace has got a couple of hot ass European women in it that More do than a couple. tantric massage. Yeah. They have a great crew there. And we've heard of the massage. And I'll be honest, you know, I've heard of, you know, like Lauren and Rich's, you know, art of touch and, and, I don't know if it, what the names are called, but I, I haven't really done a lot of research. So it was kind of r just pulling the cord on this one and going, you know what, let's do it. Let's let's just have the experience, even if we go in a little blind. We've heard good things about it. We talked to a couple of people that had it earlier in the week. So why not? We're, we're here to have new experiences. Yeah. And so we, we met with Harry and he talked it up and we're like, shit, we got to do this. Yep. And we went over there, and I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I, I like a, a bit more of a relaxing, more gentle massage. Mm -hmm. But to have a beautiful Eastern Bloc naked girl do it to me, that was extra hot. Yeah, yeah, because they were topless, right? Yeah, they were. And mm -hmm. uh, But that wasn't it. it there was, was something really weird that happened in there, there. There was like this energy exchange, something that, again, they, they kind of, so they had this interview with us before and kind of, you know, told us what to expect, let us know that, you know, this is something we can talk through, work through. It's very organic. It, you never get the same, you know, experience necessarily twice. Um, and we were going to be in the same room together. And something very spiritual and, and almost magical happened. Like, I, I can't find the words to describe it. As sensual as it was, it wasn't as sexual as I kind of imagined it to be. Mm -mm. And when I left there, I felt more clear-headed, more relaxed, more at peace. Completely. Than I ever, ever, ever have. Yeah, I spent most amazing. of the time just trying not to fart because it was like <laughs> I was so relaxed. <laughs> I was just like, hmm, please don't, please don't. But it, it's like you're asleep, but you're not. No, it, you're like suspended, right? Like in this limbo place and I could tell at points what was touching me and where but there were there was a lot of moments where everything was so fluid between my body and hers like like maybe I was touching her face maybe it was her breast it was it was really amazing how I just kind of got lost in it yeah and just I was so completely present in that moment but I didn't know Anything about my surroundings or, or, again, what I was touching, it was it was mind-blowing. It was ethereal. 
It was ethereal. Yes. It was very just kind of like, I'm here, but I'm not. Yeah. And my recommendation to any of you that are listening is if you do go to hedonism, definitely check this out. Uh, You know, listen to this interview that's coming up in just a minute with Harry Lang uh, from Hedonism Resorts. And I think you'll, you'll kind of get what, I mean, they really wanted to add to that mind, body, spirit, and soul. And this was the spirit and the soul. This is really just kind of pulling all this together and making this more of a, of a sexy and, and interesting experience. And also he tipped his cap a little bit about what's coming yeah. for hedonism resorts. Yeah. So that's an exclusive for casual swinger. That's never been told anywhere before. I know. So I know that's really exciting. Pretty exciting stuff. So anyway, and also uh, we had mad sex. After we did have massage. sex like that. Times. That was one of the longest orgasms I've ever had in my life. It's amazing. Afterwards. Yeah. Super cool. So, hey, guys, uh, that kind of sums up our trip. Uh, just absolutely nuts. We right? could probably go on for another hour, but we got to cut this off at some point. We really do have to end the episode at some point. So enjoy this interview with Harry Lang. I think you guys are, are really going to uh, enjoy what he's got to say, and you're going to learn a lot about hedonism if you haven't done it before. And also, hey, we got a shout-out that we missed. I don't want them to think that we don't love him and we didn't oh. enjoy our time. We had dinner with listeners. We did. Tequila Sun Lovers. Tequila Sun Lovers. Oh, if you guys have been listening guys. this long, big shout out for you all by yourself. Your own little section on Casual Swinger. Love I, you both. Super cool. Mal, you want to tell everybody where they can find us? We'll come back with our interview. With hell, they probably know where they can find us, but I'll do it anyways. We are on social media as Casual Swinger, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Um, we're also Casual Swinger on SLS, SDC, Cassidy, Double Date Nation, Quiver, and I think that's it, right? Eh, that's probably good that enough. That sounds, sounds pretty good. You can find us as, uh, ca- at casualswinger.com, and if you have a question for us, please reach out at podcast at casualswinger. That'll do it. We'll be back in just a hot second with our interview with CEO Harry Lang. You've been listening to Casual Swinger. All right, welcome everybody back to Casual Swinger. My name's Mickey. And I'm Mallory. And we have a special guest with us here. We are on site at Hedonism 2. We have Harry Lang, CEO and president and all things and owner. An owner. <laughs> An owner of Hedonism 2. Can't forget that. Welcome. Thank you for spending a little bit of time with us, Harry. We really appreciate it. Oh, oh thank you. Yes, I really enjoy being on your podcast. Yeah, well, and we actually get to look at Harry while we talk to him today. <laughs> yeah, so what we're doing here today is we're going to catch up a little bit about, you know, kind of the changes at Hedonism because there's, I mean, walking around here, we see changes everywhere. Uh, the first change that jumps out to me when I walked in this door yesterday was the tower for the water slide is gone. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, we, we're trying to figure out what to do with that. We had to take the water slide out. Mm-hmm. Right. We just had that tower there and... Didn't have any great ideas. And one of the guests thought, well, let's let's have bungee jumping, but that wouldn't have <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't have improved the safety an awful lot. So we couldn't right, think of a right. use of it, so we finally uh, took it out. That's, a, that's almost a throwback to the trapeze days. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Right? That's way back in the day. We talk about the trapeze. So okay, so we don't know what we're gonna do with it yet. No, no, don't know yet. But this all right now open up some more space for other choices of things to do. Fair but yeah, we always are doing new things every time. It's been almost seven years since I took over and You'll see changes every single time we come. Fantastic. Yeah, well, there are changes. So we noticed there's changes to the premium rooms on the beach. One of my favorites is that the room numbers are actually beachfront now. Yes. Yes, yeah. that's, that's new within like the last two or three days. You're pretty observant on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, and now that they're painted white, they're, they're easily to spot. It looks more mm-hmm. like uh, cohesive with the beach. 
Yeah, the premium rooms that really renovated those when I first took over. So they're five and a half or six year old renovation. Yeah. So we went through and did it again. We totally got it. New tile, new wow. showers, bathrooms. It's really spectacular uh, change. And new hot tubs, new balconies. We did everything. What's the thought process or the mentality behind a five-year renovation schedule? Because that's pretty aggressive, even in the hospitality space. I mean, that's, that's yeah. really great. Right. It's not really what I'd originally planned. <laughs> <laughs> to recover cash flow and things, it should take more like seven to ten years, mm-hmm. right? Sure. But we had done the premium rooms, and then we just we did all the regular rooms. You've probably seen the regular rooms. Yes. They're all finished within, we started like two years ago and finished like six months ago. Mm-hmm. And I started liking the regular rooms better than the premium rooms. Really? So that's why I had to do something. Either <laughs> you don't call it premium anymore, or you totally got them and make it another step higher. So that's why I did it. Premium rooms are fine, but now it's got way more storage, better lighting, better everything. Yeah, you'll see it's a big, big change. Well, the first thing I noticed is there's actually space under the bed for luggage. Yes. Which is brilliant. Right. Genius. Right? Genius. So, right, yeah. so luggage under the bed and you know, more drawers and things. So there's plenty of storage space now. It's still the bathroom in the premium rooms is larger than the regular ones. So you get the two right. sinks. And, yeah, so we, uh, we really think that the premium rooms are uh, going to be worth a big premium again. <laughs> yeah, I have to agree. And I love the fact that you added additional storage. A lot of people come, especially stay in the premium rooms, outside that seven-day traditional schedule. So they have extra stuff. Right, they have extra things. Yeah. And I said the regular rooms had like 10 drawers, and the old premium rooms had three. And I thought, well, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They had a lot of other features, but uh-huh. still, I thought, it, yeah, it'd be able to store things. You sure. want people to stay a, a little bit longer. Right. So one of the things that, that I noticed, again, when we got here, and, you know, you can't make your beach bigger. You can't add land, right? They're not making any more of it. But the beach feels bigger at Hedo today than it did before. Did you take things out? Did I mean, I, I feel like maybe, like, there, there was a hut that used to be there. It was a massage hut that's gone. Uh, it feels like maybe a couple of trees maybe have been redone. So. Yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't really uh, take out trees for any reason, but if it's uh, diseased or it's like interrupting our water supply or something, we have to take them out. But really, that we gain actually a little bit of sand sometimes in oh, yeah? storms. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of cool. But just in general, we have over 20 acres and it's only 280 rooms. And we could be zoned for probably 800 to 1,000 rooms if we wanted to. So really? we do, we are spread out. We, we're leaving a lot of the beach untouched. We're not right. building mm-hmm. right out to the edge or anything like that. We, we want people to be able to enjoy the beach. It feels we bigger now. It, yeah. It, does. it really does. Well, I think it's more just cleaning. I think it's more just this raking and cleaning up the, the gardens and things around yeah. makes it look bigger. Yeah, and the staff's doing a great job. Like mm-hmm. it, it looks pristine walking out there this morning. Mm-hmm. And you guys landscaped H Block. I saw yes. that. Yeah. That looks really neat, although I can't find my way through it now. I don't know how to get around <laughs> in H Block. I used to be able to do it blindfolded, and now I, I can't. Uh, we, we've really been working on just maintaining the grounds. As mm-hmm. you know, it's really one of the resorts that has. The most greenery, the most trees. It is. And uh, very nice big old trees. And we are keeping all those and just cleaning it up so people can enjoy the the greenery too. One of my favorite things is the big tree behind the piano bar. Oh, yes. I I know it's really, it's kind of out of the way, but Mm -hmm. I I love it. When we're out there at night after watching a show and people are dancing and doing karaoke, I mean, that that tree to me looks millennia old. Oh, yeah. It's a spectacular tree. It is. It's gorgeous. But, But it's not. There's always a little problem because it's actually the highest point in the grill. 
Is it really? That tree is? That is. Cause no shit. Because we're built up a little bit. You know, so you have to walk right. down to the water. The other resorts are right even with the water. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we get lightning strikes on that oh, tree. No. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but it's the highest point, man. Well, you know, our our personal home has been struck by lightning nine times. Since oh, we really? Uh, yeah. Legitimate. So you must be too high we're, then. We're, too, we are, we're, we're, we're the, the highest high. point in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> we, live, we literally live outside a town that is the highest yeah, point. We'll always keep Florida. that tree there. That's our lightning rod, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you just learned something new on Casual Swinger, folks. <laughs> Hedonism, too, is your best chance of getting struck by lightning and laid in Jamaica. But so, you know, when we talk about Hedo and we talk about it in circles, we talk about it, we go to other things like Naughty in New Orleans or when we're down at Secrets Hideaway in Orlando. And there's a lot of people that haven't been to Hedo, but they've heard stories about Hedo, whether they read about it in Playboy or heard about it on Naked News or, or any of the na- other various podcasts that have covered Hedo. Uh, one of the things I like to talk about is things like we're talking about now that the beach feels bigger, that you guys are renovating grounds, and, and it really is about how it makes you feel, right, when you come to Hito. Yeah, so right now, as I said, in the renovations, not only all the rooms were renovated, but every single common area, every building's been renovated since yeah. it took over. But it, we put a lot into it, is, it cleaning up, it is trimming things, and mm-hmm. it keeping it really uh, pristine. Mm-hmm. When I took over, there were uh, 260 staff here. It was the same number of rooms, basically the same number of guests are now at 430. Wow. So 170 net staff just for the grounds and for housekeeping and for service. You see how quickly you get served by your yeah, bars and restaurants. Yeah, the level of service. It starts driving me crazy when I go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we've had that happen. As a matter of fact, we covered that on a recent podcast. And there's a place we love. They were just so busy. They had so many customers because they did such a good job of marketing themselves. The staff couldn't keep up. Yeah. And we actually waited like 40 minutes for a drink. Yeah. And here at Hito, uh, you walk to the bar and, you know, in my hats, it's pretty hard to miss me. So when I, but usually I'm 10 feet from the bar and they know I'm coming, but regular people that don't have a crazy hat on, it's instantaneous. Yeah, hard pressed to think of, see many people wait more than two minutes for a drink. Yes. Mm-hmm. And here it's all inclusive here. Yeah. So I can't believe I'm paying all this money at this other bar. Yeah. It may take 20 minutes. It does. You feel yeah. very spoiled when we leave here. It's crazy. So let's talk a little bit about some of the new, new things that yeah. hedonism has added. Uh, things like the dispensary, for example. Let's talk about marijuana in Jamaica and what you're allowed to do here. Does it change the experience for guests at all to be able to buy legally here? And what about the beach? Is there still people walk up and down selling stuff on the beach? Yeah, people still sell stuff on the beach. We're the first hotel resort to get a license to sell marijuana on property, so we're excited about that. Mm-hmm. It'll be our own branded one, Hito Wido. Hito Wido. That's going to be a... Genius. Mostly like Colorado strains, but grown by Jamaican farmers. So it's going to be very high quality. You'll know exactly what you get, which is different from the beach. The beach is still, guys will be there selling yeah. it cheaper, but you're not really sure. It does provide the quality a little bit of, of, of safety right. for the guests, right? Who are, are seeking. You know, so it's that been kind of legal. It's technically illegal in Jamaica until like two and a half years ago, but of course right. there's no enforcement. Yeah, right. But, <laughs> yeah, right. You just get it. But it became technically legal. Now, finally, legal to uh, sell it. So we're pretty excited about that. Is it going to be strictly marijuana? Are there going to be gummies and oils? Do you know, do you have any knowledge of what they're going to sell? I'm obviously they're going to sell bowls and stuff. Right. Imagine. But right now, we don't have uh, edibles. Have not been okay. licensed yeah. yet for anybody. I think mostly just because the government wants to figure out how to you know, regulate, of course, tax it and stuff like that. Of course, they want. sure. Yeah, edibles are such a big variety, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Part right, of it for safety and part of it's just for how to regulate and tax. But sure, sure. So we expect that fairly soon. Well, that would be great because I think people jump in a car and run down to Jenny's, right, and yeah. get a brownie, and then Lord knows what happens when you eat that brownie. Right, some people say nothing, and some people pass out for a day and a half. Yes. So I, I mean, lost a week of my life to a brownie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, 
true story. So, and we want to make sure that by the time we sell those, that we really know what it is, exactly the potency of things. Yeah, sure. fair. Yeah, That's absolutely. I love responsible. That. Yeah, so I'm interested in the, the tantric area, because that was being renovated last time we were here. Um, is that finished? What's going yes, on over there now? Yes, it's been finished and been uh, offering a workshop solidly since April of this year. We call it the Kama Sutra Palace. Mm-hmm. It formerly was the squash courts. Yes. Yeah. And then we never were having squash tournaments. It was actually made for tournaments and everything. It was really nice squash courts. But we didn't have any tournaments or not many people were playing, so we ended up cleaning it out and just calling it a social room. We used it sometimes for playrooms and stuff like that, but it didn't really do much until we met these people from Europe that are really experts in Tantra. And nice. so they came here and they set it up and designed it to be very tantric. <laughs> and so they have workshops pretty much every day. And then they offer uh, tantra massages too, which is very erotic massage. It's non-sexual. There's no happy ending. But it's okay. as sexual as you can possibly okay. get. Disclaimer: No, really. no happy right. ending. So that, that, you, that, <laughs> the happy ending comes in the room at the end with Mallory, folks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, but that's been a real big successful addition to us. So it's popular nice. enough. I was trying to get a tantric massage today and couldn't have sold out. So wow. That's so you can, so still at Edo, you can get the really good regular. The physical massage, and yes. then this is which your staff there is amazing, right? Well. This is just very sensual. It's got the the lighting and the sounds and the smells and the. I feel like I need touch. to do this. Yeah, the yeah, touch. I think it's on our list this week. Yeah, now. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can rub their body on yours, and they rub their hair against you, and they know all the real sensitive erotic spots in the body. No kidding. You're yeah. No. So it's a. Yeah. This is gonna be good. <laughs> it's been very popular for sure. So this is the Harry Lang sales pitch for the Tantric Lounge, folks. Because <laughs> uh, I'm going to go spend some money now, thanks to Harry. <laughs> and I'm gonna That's get it. laid. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a big general area where they have the workshops and other classes and other groups can use it too. Not just our own. Oh, really? Our Tantric okay. people are our own staff. But when other groups, like you mentioned, Young Swingers before, and things when they come in. They can change it to how they want it for their week. So it's just a big general very. So kind of how like they set up like the glow parties or the pool parties. They can make that part of the week. And, yeah, and it's and nice there the because it's it's off behind the tennis court, so it's a quiet area too. It is. Yeah. yeah so it's very nice. Then the the two massage rooms are uh, separate from the big general room. The two massage rooms on the side for the tantric massage. Nice. It's really that. cool. And it has showers there. And, uh, that's. That's All right. a pretty nice place. I can't wait to check this out. So one of the things I noticed last night looking down that way, uh, and this kind of speaks to something else that, that people talk about a lot, especially when visiting third world countries, is safety. So that the tantric area is, is a little off the beaten path, right? The squash courts are a little out of the way. It seems like the resort has invested a lot of money in lighting. Yes, we did. A lot in lighting. And of course, we do have security at every possible access point, whether it yes. be coming from woods or, yeah. <laughs> or road or mm-hmm. beach or whatever. Yeah, we really? have a pretty big uh, security force and. And the lighting is a big thing, too. Because even though when there's good security, people still sometimes late at night walking back from the hot tub, and you see dark shadows and stuff, they get scared. You know? sure. So now, sure. we, now we've got a lot of lighting. and Yeah, we noticed that on the beach. And we have security yeah. cameras, too. Excellent. Yeah, they're not monitored all the time. We only just go back and look at them if someone claims there's a problem or something. But people know that there's security cameras yeah. that are going to catch them if they ever try anything. So yeah. the security is really important here. That's very that's And, very and good privacy, point. too. We're never going to... These security cameras, these videos are... Trashed after I don't know, three or four weeks or something, if there haven't been any yeah. issues. You know, so okay. it's not, you know, people don't have to worry about, and there's no monitors. We don't have people sitting around looking at these. Uh, 
But why would you do it anyway? You just go see them. Exactly. Go outside and see them. Why do you have to do that? Yeah. I, I wondered about that. And I, I definitely saw, you know, there was a bit of a backlash when the cameras went in. Right. On, online, people freaking out on social media and calling you out on social media. And, and I, I posted back to a few of those people saying, don't you want someone responsible looking after you? You're fine with a security guard, but you're not fine with that person being able to recreate an event and protect you in the event of something happening. Right. right. And and that's what it's for. And even the security people are not allowed to build those videos. Really? Yeah. Only two management people are. Actually, some people, controlled. Well, yeah, well, people even yeah. worry that, well, some people worry that security guards cause half the trouble. I don't think that's true, but I mean, people worry about everything, right? Mm -hmm. So, so even the head of security can't see those. Wow. So we're very controlled and restricted. It's just for solving problems and people know that they're safe and they don't have to worry about because everybody knows that those cameras are there. Yeah. So we've talked a little bit about safety and privacy. We've talked about making the way we make people feel when they come to hedonism. We've talked about some of the stuff you've added, like the dispensary and the tantric lounge. What's your strategy? What, where does this come from? Because it seems like this is all very well thought out. You didn't do any of this by accident. So what's, what's your vision for what this place is going to be, and are you starting to get there? Yeah, getting pretty far along. I'd say probably as far further than I ever would have made my initial plan when I yeah. took over. Mm -hmm. Further along is better, and it's <laughs> going better. But you always have to keep... Improving the product all the time because you know, people out there, like you say, have other choices. They can go desire, they can go on lifestyle sure. cruises and things like that. So I actually visit the other place like Desire, like I said, Secrets Hideaway and gone on four or five lifestyle cruises. I just want to catch up, mate. If we're, if we're ahead of something, why not? Yeah. They've all copied me because this is the first one here, right? <laughs> this is the first lifestyle resort right. and there are no yeah. cruises. So everything. That's true. And I don't feel bad about copying. It sounds like a good idea. No. Why not? No, it's a great it, idea. Let's it, do it. And if that's what the public wants, then yeah, absolutely. So what's is there another project like that's around the corner here for Keto? Do you have no, plans? No, I do have the Own the Brand Worldwide and like 230 trademarks and vigorously defended if someone tries to start up a Keto or hedonism around the world. And now that I'm pretty happy with this, it is possible it might either license or build another hedonism somewhere. That would be amazing. I just love give to people see some other parts of the world to see. Not that Jamaica is not amazing because it is, but that'd be really cool. And we're fully booked here so often. That yes. Probably, we'll, probably have to add a few more rooms here. Not going to make a monster, but maybe add another 50 or 100 rooms here down the road and yeah, think about licensing something in Europe or Asia or something. Yeah. All right, that'll I be cool. It. You got to keep us posted so we yeah. can tell our listeners I, about I, that. I love, I love the dream big, dreaming big aspect of that. Right. Yeah. You know, it's so. We come down here frequently, obviously, and one of the things that we have noticed over time, and the first time I saw something about hedonism was in Playboy back in the 90s. There yeah. was you know, something in the back of Playboy about hedonism because the internet wasn't as big of a deal. And today, it's a different demographic at Hedo than it used to be. I actually saw, you know, way back when I first started coming here, and this is the Super Club's days, things were starting to get run down. And I saw somebody say that hedonism was a result was a resort for old swingers. And I'm like, eh, I don't know that I agree with that because I think I was in my 20s when I started coming here. <laughs> right. But today, I see more young people at hedonism than I've ever seen before. Oh, that's definitely true. Yeah. Some of the younger groups are you know, adding a lot of weeks and things like that. No, that demographic age has come down, I think, at least three or four years since the time I bought it. Yeah. Do, do you think it's because you're doing nice? It's nicer, or maybe that new generation is different? Do they think differently? I think the new generation uh, thinks a little differently, and things like we have good Wi-Fi and, and things that young we, we think about the young people, and we yeah. yeah we promote it, and we give breaks to people that bring 
in new younger kind of crowd because we know that's our future so sure yeah. Yeah, you'll see there are no uh, wheelchairs or uh, any uh, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like getting on a flight in Orlando. No, yeah, right. no, 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 no. It's not like, no, it's not like that. And as you just walk around, you will see so many young people. It's, yeah, I'm really happy to see that. I, I am too. too. Us yeah. too. I mean, we have, um, I mean, I, the younger generations are so labelist. So, like, it's not like, uh, oh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> You've been at Hito for a day and a you day, can't hold a, a thought I'm together. That's fantastic. But, but I love the energy that they bring to the table, right? Because it's something, it's another element that's very positive in, in this community here. Yeah, yeah it so. is. And we're doing more things on the clothing optional side, because as you know, part of it, part of the beach and the pool and the hot tub, that part, you're required to be naked. Right. Which I really think works well, because a lot of people would not be want to get naked unless everybody else is. I agree. And then, yeah. And then it seems so natural, and everybody's equal, and yeah. you don't know if level playing field, yeah. Yeah, we have truck drivers and circuit judges, they're all the same. Right? Yeah. You don't have, hide behind your fancy clothes or purses or something, right? So that's the magic there. But if some young people aren't comfortable yet, yet uh-huh. then uh, we have, we're putting a lot more work into the uh, clothing optional side. Mm-hmm. So some people then can maybe hang out there for the first couple of days and they get comfortable with it and then they'll eventually probably migrate down to the new side. But I saw a cool new sign down on the beach, as a matter of fact, and it's a stop sign and it says... Get naked here. You had a whole flight and a whole taxi ride to work your shit out. Yeah. <laughs> Drop it. Yeah. Right? Is that a Hito sign or no, is that a guest sign? That, that's a group or guest sign. Yeah, that's yeah. A, yeah. It's, it's hilarious. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. And it was not here last time we were here. So. Nope. Yeah, but really, it is amazing how people get so comfortable so fast. They, they think that they're going to have clothes made a whole first trip for the first few days, yeah. but that doesn't take long. No. no. And that's the first thing we hear when people are talking about coming who haven't been before is, I don't know if I can get naked like that. I'm like, that's actually the easiest thing you do. And the hardest you, thing you do is put your clothes back on when you go home. Right. It's, uh, it's hard to explain why when people are naked, they talk a lot more to other people, make a lot more friends. Yes. And it's yeah. hard to explain to people why that would be. You know, I think people have never been new to the lifestyle world assume that you're naked. You're trying to cover up and stuff like that. But somehow now you're just opening yeah. it out there. And yeah. yeah it's, I feel like, and I've met some people here that are of some pretty amazing walks of life. U.S. court judges, right? District court judge, a Supreme Court judge, a state Supreme yeah. Court judge, colonels in the military, uh, people like yourself who've been very successful in walks of life. And the thing that stands out the most to me is they don't really want to talk about their life or what they've built outside of here. They want people to get to know them for who they are, what their interests are, music, comedy, books, right? They, they want to be seen as a person, not as what they became. Right. So and in a way, it's maybe almost like an escape from the world where you're always dealing with yeah, people yeah. in your yeah. country club or something where you have to brag about your latest thing or what your kids did in school or something like that. Here, yeah, you just be you and talk about your fantasies and yeah. dreams. And, yeah. Ideally. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so let's dig into that for a minute. And I want to let you go because I promised you only a few minutes. And I really, really, really appreciate this, by the way. Uh, but, you know, this place has become more sex forward than it ever has been before. We've got playrooms now in multiple locations on the resort, yes. uh, which is awesome. Yeah. We have groups that are swinger-oriented coming down here. Dirty Perv Week is a lifestyle week. Young Swingers Week is a lifestyle week. And there's lots of others, oh, wow. right? So is that something, I mean, are more lifestyle-oriented folks coming to Hito today than they used to because of the types of amenities you've built? And what sort of amenities have you built for them? And is there anything in the future you're thinking about doing that, like Kama Sutra, that's going to bring people more sexually forward? Yes, I think we're trying to become more sexually forward. We have 
some advantage over uh, cruise ships. This is a big competitor of ours because cruise ships, you only can be naked small areas like around the pool, only when you're at sea. In the port, you can't. So, I mean, we, we want to be a place where people can be free and naked all the time. Right. Yeah. And it, when I took over, there used to be behind the spa, there was something that used as a playroom maybe once a week if a group requested it. So I immediately made it every night. And then now, but the one that gets used most is behind the hot tub. There's a yeah. little playroom 24 hours a day. Yeah. You, ever, yeah. you see that place there? I've That's, been in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I've heard someone in there once, Mallory. But that, that place gets so, it's so popular that almost like a line to get in. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. It is. It's been used twice for hours. And that's, yeah, that's, that's crazy. And it's good because we supply the sheets and towels all the time yeah. and the condoms. So that people, somehow they meet in the pool or hot tub and yeah. think they want to get something on. And they just walk right there. It's so yeah. easy and it's very it's convenient. convenient, just right there. And that kind of goes with the theme, right? We're creating a convenient atmosphere for people to experience their fantasies and get it on, right? Oh, yeah. Strike the iron's hot, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Opportunities Soul. to dance, listen to music. So, Well, uh, do you have anything else for Harry? I, I had a bunch of stuff in my head, and it all went away. So uh, I think the only thing that we've, uh, the questions we've got is uh, the disco. Any future plans for the disco? Yeah, when you do say disco, that's yeah. been renovated, but it hasn't been changed a lot. But, right. yeah, that's... One that what doing now is it's hard to get enough people in the disco to make it a party every night. Right. So we are the groups who try to work to focus on like two nights. That's what our yeah. Right. What so our, we, our, we started doing yeah. Yeah. So we'll uh, have parties in the pool deck or the courtyard, and then yeah. if we can focus people into a couple nights, then it's got the critical mass to make it fun. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Bring but the there's energy. still a chance that some stage might even move it up near the uh, courtyard. That'd be amazing. I, I think that may benefit the area. Right, because now it's a little distance yeah. to walk to, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, if exactly. we can go back and forth to the piano bar and the playroom back there, that that's something to thinking about. Okay. That would that's actually awesome. We've actually discussed that exact thing that this games room, the gym, that area up there to if that were a disco and that other stuff was down there, because that stuff you actually go there for a reason. If you want to work out, you go there. Yeah. Right, and if you want the spa, you want it to be quiet. So if the spa, yeah. gym, and the pool table stuff all move somewhere else, then that was a disco. That's what, considering doing that. So, okay, yeah. well, we have to keep this posted. That's going to make a lot of people happy. Well, Harry, thank you very much for making yes, the time to you. sit down with us. Well, I think our listeners are going to get a lot out of this. You know, we, we talk about Hito a lot. We get a lot of questions about Hito on our Twitter feed. Uh, we're just about to go over 10,000 followers on Twitter. Wow. pretty cool. So. Yeah. It's, uh, and it's in part to you, right? Because you were on very early in the show. You actually trusted us to oh, yeah. spread the message. So we appreciate that. So thank you very much. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see you again soon, hopefully, on Calvary right. Swinger. Yep. Yeah, All right. Thank you. All right, folks, that'll do it. That's our interview with Harry Lang, and that'll call it an episode. We'll see you next week on Casual Swinger.